It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchik's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week. All the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as morning after continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent. The show critically crapped on the show that is still here for now. So let me the lovable loser from morning man, the guy you know, and uh, no. Guys, through the week that was on Channel 82. You've been guzzling down all the programming, a little hungover in this early morning, but I had the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, my friends, Louie and, yes, Eddie. More Yes, we're joined by my friends, Louie Gold, the producer of uh, Morning Men and Baptrix Morning After. And what a what? job, for by now. the way. And then there's Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. I think he got through another year. And, of course, Patrick's Morning After, we all know for now. And for the last time, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Patrick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcast. That's right, anywhere. We will no longer be available as a podcast in the year. In the year 2023. Really it really isn't. It? That's the ultimate for now, but always available on the SXM app. That's the new one for 2023. Anytime, even at noon on Christmas. Where do you guys stand on Christmas? Is this your favorite holiday of the year? And do we have sex on Christmas? Of course you have well, sex on Christmas. It's definitely I'm by far the best Jews, holiday. Though, right? this is yeah, not- but we love Christmas. My sisters are both married <laughs> to Italian guys. They go hardcore Christmas. I love how the Jew went first in Louis Gold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how about letting Eddie go first? <laughs> no, wait, man. Now, me, and my my wife obviously converted to uh, Judaism. She was eight months uh, pregnant at that point. She was going to be my ex girlfriend. Then we in a baby went pool. back to dating, and yeah, we dipped her in the pool. About nine months is when she took the big dunk after watching Fiddler on the Roof, Ten Commandments, and keeping the faith. So, of course, we have a Hanukkah bush in the house. We celebrate. Hanukkah Bush, and we celebrate <laughs> Christmas on uh, Christmas morning. But really, Louis, nice me and you, though. yeah, we all know the Hanukkah Bush. It's that time of year. Uh, that's Catholic what she bush. calls it. So she grew out the fur coat, huh, for the winter. And the summer. Well, that has nothing to do with the weather then. No. Uh, no. <laughs> that's no. interesting That just there. becomes laziness, I think. That might pop out of the uh, the old bathing suit there <laughs> in the summer. Eddie, is Christmas your favorite holiday? And you do you have to find the time to have sex on uh, the great Christmas morning? Yes and yes. My favorite. I, I'm one of those Christmas dorks who likes the music. Music and the lights and all that stuff. Unlike certain people I know, Chris Rousseau, who just hates, <laughs> he seems to hate the holidays. I don't, I don't understand it. I guess this forced family time is painful. I enjoy yeah. it. And yeah, I don't want to talk to anyone, though. You know, I love being with the family. I just don't want to interact with the family. So I, I want them around me, but I really don't want to be in any kind of deep conversations with any relatives. How drunk yeah. do you get on Christmas Eve? I'm going to get hammered, but I'm going to try to keep it together in a way that nobody notices. It's Fine a line, very Eddie. tricky. It's very tricky because my mother-in-law counts my drinks. 
So I have to come in hot. You have to come in hot, but you need to find a spot on that couch where you're not melting away. You're not being belligerent of any sorts. You're not partaking in the conversation. Yet nodding (laughs) off is always a telltale sign you drank too much. You could be sitting there on the couch. You might just be zoning out and enjoying the family, watching them on TV. That's what I like to do. I like to sit back and just watch and observe, but I don't want to partake in the unwrapping of gifts, the playing on the floor, playing a board game. I want to sit back and watch like they're on television in front of me. But the second you not off in front of mommy-in-law. I've been there in Albany because that's when they judge. The second you fall asleep, yeah. that's where it's like, are you okay? Do you have a problem? No, I don't have a drinking problem. I'm just tired. At so that's ridiculous because shouldn't the judging have already been done? Like Santa already judged you. You already <laughs> yeah. got your gifts. You were on the nice <laughs> list or whatever it is, the naughty list, right? It's a new year. Do what you want. I'm pretty much a social drinker. I know I over drink. I'm a binge drinker, <laughs> but I binge drink on social occasions. And I always worry that the relatives that only see me at these events, they must think I'm an alcoholic because they never see me sober. That's just amazing because like, there's a side of the family that I only see on holidays. I, no, I've so never hung out with them other than Thanksgiving. Oh my God, as soon as I walk in, <laughs> I walked into a shiva, which is there's a mourning period because my uncle died. And right away, the first thing they said is you just, you know. someone? Yeah, we shivved him. That was in Oz. Right away, my, oh, my cousin my cousin Keith goes, just so you know, we don't drink. I'm like, yo, oh, it's okay. God. What do you think? I need to have a drink? He's like, well, yeah. I'm the drunk mm. of the family. But, of course, you're supposed to get tanked in front of family and on the holidays. You ready for a great transition? You know who should get tanked? Bill Belichick. The New England Patriots <laughs> had such a horrific loss. I mean, one of the worst losses of the year. The New England Patriots literally threw the game away on two of the most unexplained laterals of all time. We try to name it on Morning Men. Belichick's blunder was the top answer. But what about the losing lateral in Las Vegas? Or Belichick's Vegas BJ? I mean, he did blow it after all. What a terrible loss, which I loved every second of it as a Patriot hater. And Evan Cohen, he started Morning Men by talking about how bad it was. But that didn't stop me. From having my fun. It's one of the dumbest endings in history. And I don't want to hear. And you try to do it. You were so good. You took all the ammo. You took all the shrapnel. You try, And then you stuck in a, well, your Jets. Don't bring up my Jets today. You are now mm-hmm. the dumbest team in the history of the National Football League. Mac Jones, who I've been telling you has been soft since he arrived in this league, got absolutely crushed by Chandler Jones. It was beautiful. How about a tackle there on Chandler Jones? Instead, Chandler Jones drove you into the ground. I don't want to hear anything about this review and how the NFL screwed it up because you know what? The NFL owed the Raiders one, and they got that touchdown, and that was the most unnecessary, bizarre ending you've ever seen. A lateral by the (laughs) Patriots, Jacoby Myers trying to throw it to Mac Jones' quarterback, thinking that he could run at 50 yards, is so dumb. This team had no idea that they were tied. Bill Belichick should have went out there and taken a knee, and they should have gone to overtime. Instead, they run the ball, they bust one loose, and then you got lateral galore, hook and ladder plays, like you have your life on the line in a game that you were losing when you were tied. This is officially now the end of Bill Belichick being this unbelievably smart guy who gets it all right. No more pitchy, pitchy whoops is now the biggest thing on Bill Belichick's resume. He should be embarrassed. That he hired these coaches to run this team or didn't hire these coaches. And Matt Patricia is running the offense. Maybe, just maybe, Belichick is done. And after he made the mistake for Tom Brady, there was nothing left for him to do in this league. Don't tell me ever again that Belichick is smarter than everyone else. Because you, sir, 
are a fan of the dumbest team in America. <laughs> oh, that was right at Evan Cohen. Well, that was uh, one of your Patriot great, fan. That might be yeah. your greatest single, you know, minute and a half in oh. the history of SiriusXM Sports Radio. You know, I mean, that it, was it, that was great. Really you were went, good. I, you were really good. Uh, yeah, there. that was good. I once went on a rant with the Boston Celtics how they didn't win enough. Oh, um, that's that right. team with that Paul Pierce and Razor on. <laughs> Historically, I only have two good takes. I got that Celtic thing, and now I have something finally to attack Evan Cohen with, who did? He sat there. He took it. He was a good boy because he had to take it because there was no defense. You brought yeah. up the best point in that whole argument, though. I'm sure it was brought up other places, but it was the first thing I said. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because I had a fight <laughs> yeah, with my kid about this. Can Mac Jones make a tackle? Now, no. My, my kid got very defensive. He goes, what do you want him to do? He's a quarterback. I'm like, yes, but he grew up playing football. Grab him by his legs. It doesn't anything. size. He just do anything than what you did. He just stood there flat-footed and got face-planted. He has had two of the most embarrassing moments this year. One whining and screaming over a high ankle sprain. <laughs> and then the uh, and now this. This is just not a good look. Whoa, and he looks like such a tough guy when he's screaming at Patricia about the play uh, call. No, he, but he doesn't look tough when he's screaming. He looks like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know what? You're right. Be because of the hard F, I got tough guy, little bitch confusion. You're right. <laughs> I screwed F. that up. You're yeah, right. exactly. But those are his biggest moments. Chandler Jones putting him into the ground. Stiff Come arm on, galore. Man. And then Matt Jones, you know, earlier in the season with his mouth wide open, gasping like a soccer player after he gets hit. And yes, it's called soccer. Not in football. It's soccer. Boy, Belichick, is it crazy to say that he's done? Am I going a little too far? No, I mean, I just don't perhaps. think there's anything left in his, you know, magic bag of tricks. He's not pulling it out anymore, and he lost the benefit of the doubt. Like him, Everything oh, comes to an end. He's running yes. his court. He's been there for so long. 22 yes. years, right? At some yeah. point, it runs its course. So you think he yep. stayed too long at the party? I mean, I don't think he has the right players around him anymore, the right coat, and he's too damn old at this point. It's going to be an embarrassing finish. He's going to have a worse finish than Brady's going to have because Brady's going to come back next oh. year and probably win his Super no, Bowl. No, 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 no. Brady already won without. That's a great Bill poll Belichick. question, Louis. Keep so. that for next week. Who's going to have a Who's going to have a sadder ending to their career? <laughs> well, Belichick Brady, or Brady? Pop it up, quick! Triple A, man, don't put sit. that out there. <laughs> Let's go. Brady though already won without Belichick, so he already the won. Sadness he already is, won. He already won. One. So it Already doesn't matter won. how True. he limps out. Belichick did not win without Brady. And as we all know, everything ends. And everything ends badly. Don't tell me there's ever such a thing as a mutual breakup. Because there's somebody who wants no. it more than no. the other. There's always one who wants it more. I, there's no such thing as a mutual breakup. But speaking of everything ends badly, it's kind of like when a talk show host just stays too long because they don't want to do anything else. It's weird. It seems to be an <laughs> epidemic in our business. They just hang oh. around too long until they're, just a, to. until they're just a blithering idiot well, on the yeah. air. And then people just giving them different gigs all over the place. Yeah, you know? it's weird. And then people want to throw more money at them. Very odd. Yeah, somehow they anyway, do better. You were saying Financial. about Bill? What? You know what's interesting? Mad Dog Chris Russo, the most passion he showed in the last couple weeks was not about the NFL season or tie-breaking scenarios, which, again, he's obsessed. Can't we just By the wait? way, Wednesday morning, greatest call ever. So excited. If the Lions and the Packers end up the season tied, yeah. he actually figured out that it goes to the fifth tiebreaker. Strength... Oh, my God. Winning percentage just... of... I think it's the winning percentage of common opponent. I think that's what he told me. I zoned out. My oh eyes my rolled into the back of my head. <laughs> you know, you realize those... that's what's going to happen, though, right? It's going to come to, like, no, the fifth see that, Lou, that's the thing. No, it, it won't. never it happens won't. for him. We won't. spend every season right around this time, week 14, week 15, week 16, Those that area right there where he starts laying out all the scenarios, they never happen. 
They right. never. It's so great. Well, there goes that one. Can't you just wait, though, until the chewing scenarios clock. are actually. Once you get. Yeah, Chewing Clock. That's going to be sponsored. Once you get to the final week. Yeah, give me the tiebreak scenarios. That, by the way. <laughs> yes, you have. I wanted Chewy. I, I swear to God, I wanted Chewy. I use them. They're the greatest. They deliver the pet food. Chewy, and I want them oh, to sponsor Oh, I think you meant segment. Quaker. Quaker, the granola bars. Chewing Clock with Chewy. I want, um, I want them to. But, where Chris just goes which, too long with a guest, where Chris just does anything. To just chew some clock. Well, you know what? He might have done that because that's where I saw the most passion out of him. Eddie Erickson, you played for him a clip from Steve Torrey. We're going to revisit this right now. Steve oh, Torrey reviewing so the good. schedule in the, the NFL. Mad Dog Dale. Here's what Here the other go. teams in the AFC that are contending for those last two spots have. Okay? Okay. So here we go. Oh, boy. I could just get the stupid thing up already. Oh, um, so happy. Yeah. So the schedule this, this week, week, week 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is going to? You should be? have seen the look on his face in the studio, just smiling. As my computer fails, this is, um, this is amazing. Ear to ear, it never comes when you need it. Uh, all right, never here comes we go. When you need it, a computer. The schedule this week in week <laughs> fifteen. You need it. As my computer fails there? me, let me pull it up on my phone. This yeah, is uh, what not? it's all about: live radio. Go to the phone. Gotta love it. Yeah, go to the phone. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, so the schedule this week in the NFL. How is this still going? In week fifteen. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. And if you haven't looked it up by now, uh, by yourself, I don't believe it. At least he's funny there. <laughs> That's a good That was line. funny. I like that. Like, choose your own adventure radio. Well, yeah, Mad Dog got a hold of that. Let's hear Mad Dog Chris Russo reviewing Steve Torrey, the by far most passionate of the year, coming from Doggy here. Here we go. You have to be better. I mean, I, you know, and Eddie said, you got to listen to this. Babchek got it for me. That's I not heard true. it. Well, I had the, uh, you know, I had it on my <laughs> I mean, well, uh, earbuds was. last night walking to the hotel That's not on true. 9th Avenue there on 34th Street. He 34th overheard Street. me listening to it. Uh, 9th but, Avenue. But I mean, that is just. <laughs> your fault. I mean, how do, you, how do you do that? 9th Avenue. And here it is. Steve's trying to tell producers and try to keep Willie Cologne awake in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, that's no easy task. Trying to keep Willie awake, and here's Steve oh, on a sat on a Tuesday night, fumbling through his computer and the Bumbling. phone Stumbling. for a schedule that he should know Bumbling. by heart anyway. The, I didn't know that by heart. The, hold on now. He oh, is the sorry. he is the he is the what is program it? director <laughs> of go. our channel. He is the one who Titles is listening matter. to all the other shows. And oh. producers and everything else. That's He's scary. the one who calls me every night to critique Adam Shine. He's the one mm. who calls me every day to ask what Bill's up to, and it can be, can Bill be found? <laughs> Bill cannot be found. He's the one every day who it's moans and groans that. about, you know, Brendan Marshall never works. He's the one who calls me every day. Have you heard from JT the Brick? He's the one who calls me every day about Lance Meadow. He's the one who calls me every day about Eddie. And about Whoa. Colin Schmeling doing his promos for other jobs during the show. <laughs> he is the one Finally. every day who <laughs> breaks down what is going on on the channel. And, you know, Evan never taking direction. My phone froze. <laughs> Steve, wow. Steve, before you get on the air at 6, make sure you don't start thinking about what you're going to do for 55 minutes at 5.59.30. Make right. sure that you have prepared the program properly, that you mm-hmm. know exactly what you want to talk about, that you have a monologue set up, that you have calls set up, that. you have a guest or two on, and that's <laughs> just your get his computer to come. It's that you go spot. out there and you, <laughs> you have a... I understand there were roaches in your new daughter's apartment in Brooklyn. <laughs> huh? scurrying around and you had to handle that i get that nobody Scurry. wants to have their oldest daughter sleeping with roaches in in brooklyn because of, with a new lease and so you were con- you're concerned you have to go into the program with a little better mindset you are the program director of our channel you yeah. are the boss 
You well, come in and critique <laughs> all the on. other shows, yeah. mine included. You know, you're on Eddie's ass yeah. constantly. Guests. Why is he doing that? Do I got to hear an author for 45 minutes on this? Doesn't know how to use a computer. He sounds bored. Can you get somebody on? (laughs) He's bored bored out of his gourd today. (laughs) Do something. Nobody wants to hear about David Strathorn, whatever his name is. Can you do something? (laughs) Who I found. Oh, yeah. Do something. I, I, I like that. Even at the end, dog. You know, I mean, he brought up some real stuff too there with the. He's bored. That's him admitting that he's bored. Wow. And that's why he did Steve Torrey there. Yeah. Is that, hey, what about Bill? Have we found him? Have we located him? Where's his cats? He's running into Wyoming with 12 pets. I like the <laughs> Brendan and Brandon Marshall. He just can't get that right. I mean, it just, it's just never going to happen. You know what? He got into that. Oh, yeah, that hey, was boy. scary. That's one of those ones where I sent the preemptive text message to Torrey where I don't know oh. I like to do it. Well, I need an ally too, man. The truth of it is, Doggy heard me listening to this and laughing after we after we did the segment. Oh yeah, and I was Morning just after. sitting there at my desk and just laughing my ass off listening. And he and he walked over all curious. And I tried to you know tried to quickly say what was that? What was that? It was Steve? So then he got me. So I had to just I had to just give it up <laughs> at that point. I'm like you, Mike. Instead of trying to defend him, I just jumped no, in and no. stomped him. Oh, so he wasn't listening with his earbuds while walking, huh? You know, listening to the SXM app and Tori. You don't say. Bored. I deflected. I was in the crosshairs yeah. that day. So what did I do? I moved it over to Steve. Yeah, it's smart. Either you take the abuse or it was going to be another day of tiebreaker scenarios. Exactly. And so, you know, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to, you know, throw it. But I really think. But we here's where really it backfired, clone. though. As you you mm. taught me early on, everything goes bad. Yeah. Everything goes by everything head and everything backfires. backfires. Everything backfires. So I, I thought this was just going to be a quick Steve Tory, a little spanking. Steve, you're not. Come on. You got to be better. Okay, we move on. I did not know that that would now evolve into taking down the whole channel, which he's prone <laughs> to do once a year, yeah. right? Yep, He'll do yep. one of these once a year. State I thought the channel. we kind of moved on from this. He hadn't done it in a while. You know, we didn't do it over the pandemic. No. Just no. he's been good. But there it yeah. was. It was the perfect storm. In studio, staring at me, laughing at him, which he loves an audience. Oh, he loves He loves yeah. it. He loves when he's getting instant reaction like that. It just keeps him going. Oh. And then you got me, who doesn't have a guest booked, who's just trying to get through a segment, feeding him more. Do more. Yeah, yeah. Do more. And there yeah. it is. It just all I spills love- out. Ah, so uh, good. We should give uh, some gifts on behalf of Dog. We give Willie Cologne an alarm clock, <laughs> and we have to give Evan Cohen a compass. He says uh, he's always lost you, with you nailed it. <laughs> this way. A giant sign that says this way. <laughs> and you know Evan's laughing. That's pretty good. We got to give him a north, south, southwest, east. You know, we got, he's always with the direction. And we got to figure out a way to get him home. And then Willie Cologne, you know, we got to keep him awake. Uh, so that was that was some good stuff right there from the doggy. The state of the channel. On our final Baptrix morning oh, after we love of the year. All right, we got a lot more to get to as we're going to talk about burials, Eskimos, mm. yeah, and nutting up. That's mm. all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's morning after. Mm-hmm. Welcome back mm-hmm. to Mike Babchick's mm-hmm. morning mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. You think your hangover's bad now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot worse. <laughs> Here's Mike <laughs> Babchick. Oh, that's snarky. Oh, <laughs> yes. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's <laughs> morning after right here on Mad Dog <laughs> Sports Radio, Sirius XM, <laughs> Channel 82. <laughs> As we recap the week that for was now. with my friends, of course, for now, there's Eddie Erickson. Yeah. Is this year three? Mad Dog Unleashed. Are we entering year three of this mess? Well, I don't know. We did 12 <laughs> demo shows. <laughs> more than we that, We did more man. demo shows than anybody <laughs> in the history of time. Doesn't that count? I don't know if, I don't know if there are 12 <laughs> pilots 
That's Isn't every right. morning after a demo show, every single one of these is like a demo. <laughs> yeah. Mike, step counts. Step counts. Okay, fine. In that case, then it, it's almost been three years. But you got to love it. Eddie Erickson and, of course, Louis Gold, uh, Babchick's morning after. For now. Now, Eddie, when we say for now, we usually mean, you know, this show. You never know. Are we going to be on? Are going to be off? The show's going to be canceled. Oh, we finished it. But we had a conversation about for now in life this week. Yeah, that was not good. You know, my wife, you know, we're fairly young in good health, but she's very nervous and she just wants things planned out. She's a planner. So what did she decide to do two weeks before Christmas? Hey, let's do some estate planning. Yeah. I just thought it was a will. Here's what happens. Oh, no, 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 no. Do you want a trust? Do you want a living trust? Do you want a will? They give us the absolute worst case scenarios. This again, two weeks before Christmas, the happiest time of the year. And I had to play a game. Chicken or steak? Would you like to be cremated <laughs> or buried? You know, yeah. you know when, when Tori had his afternoon show, Dog Day Sports, <laughs> which I loved, they yeah. had a segment called Chicken or Steak. Chicken and I mean, we steak. covered everything. Vanilla or chocolate? Yeah. Black or white? Yeah. Oh, sunrise or sunset? Triple A Mad Dog 6. We, we did it all. It didn't matter. But we never covered cremated or buried. <laughs> and that's all I could think of <laughs> while we're sitting there. That's what was asked. I had to make that call. And I did yeah, you no, talk that, about like who you'd be able to be with if the other one passes before the oh, other? Oh, yeah. Like, we any did women that. In your life? Louis, we, listen, my wife knows damn well she's going to outlive me by quite a bit. So it's easy for her to sit there. <laughs> it's harder yeah. for the person who knows they're going to go first to sit there and have to listen to this that's and that's that's the boat i'm in i've had many conversations with my wife like when i die you could have sex with anybody you want she said why would i need permission from you you're dead of course i'm gonna have sex with as many people as i want she goes i can have sex with as many people as i want while you're alive you're leaving her permission you're not leaving her anything tangible you're leaving her permission my wife always says like if she dies and because i'm like hey if you die i'm bringing in i mean i'm hotter than ever i'm a public figure i have a blue check mark my hair is growing out at the age of 40. Like, I'm hotter than ever. I'll wash. I'll bathe. I might even use gel. I'll do some maintenance, you know, where I need to. But I'll get a new woman. And she said, that's fine, too. But then I will haunt you. And every time you get a cramp. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, she goes, every time you get a cramp right before or every single time you're about to finish, I might pinch your balls. So that is what my Jeez. wife believes, that she's going to come haunt me in death. That would be fun, too. I'd finally get a threesome. <laughs> My favorite question from this lawyer. She goes, okay, now let's just go over this. Now, this is a very unpleasant scenario, but we have to cover it. Let's just say you and the whole family go at once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she, goes, she actually painted the picture. She goes, you go on vacation, you don't come back. And right before a lot of people go on vacation. This is like a really big well, vacation time you know of the I year. I swear to God, I looked right at her. I go, well, who gives a shit then? If nobody comes back, Everybody's I don't care gone. what happens. I mean, loot, loot the house. It's, it's up for anyone who wants it, take it. Come in, take right. all my shit, take the dogs, whatever. I don't care. None of us came back. But there was a point where you did tell me, Eddie, that you actually did were like, all right, I'm going to finally write a name down. You want to tell the world whose name you decided or at least uh, tossed around in case everyone dies on a vacation in the well, fire? Well, you were my third contingent, so you weren't oh, number thank one you. or number two. But you were number okay. three. I go, I'll just give it to Babcheck. And my wife goes, yeah, give it to Babcheck. No, so she, why not? She, I mean, come on. Put I a deserve stop to it. That. I should be everybody's number three. And I think, you know, write me down in there just in case. And again, you know, I'm not saying number one. But, Eddie, that thank you so much. I'm honored. I'm a little upset with Jackie, your wife. I mean, I don't understand why there's such a reaction. I would actually take your stuff and... Give it life again. You would honor it. I would honor it by actually using oh. it or selling it and doing it another way. But it would make its way back home. I wouldn't just toss it out. There would be no wasting. I would keep all your stuff. Yeah.
I really needed Jack for this, to be honest. I should have Jack do my estate <laughs> You need planning. my dad? Yes. You need my dad. My, my dad, it's interesting. He bought, he got a great deal from his temple, and he bought 15 <laughs> plots in a cemetery in Valhalla, New York. Why? I don't know, but he got a great deal. He got like seven plots for free. He'd like pay for seven, get seven. You can't stop. He If he says any type of electronic, like he owns so many Amazon Fire Sticks. Why? He's like, well, it was a great deal, but why do you need 15? Why do you need 15 plots? So it's first come, first serve. Eddie, if you want to jump in there and get it done, but just sign it and stick it in the vault. 5,500. And say, this is this is my will. We do have something written up in a lockbox in our closet. That's all you I need. thought that I thought that was good enough. That's all you need, man. You put it right next to your IOUs. <laughs> I remember one time I broke into my brother's safe, and I you know I need to borrow some money to buy marijuana, and so that's where you go. And I wrote all these IOUs, and he's like, you can't just write an IOU. I'm like, IOU is legally binding. My brother was like, it would have been fine if you went to dad and got it notarized. I thought you were um, a great apparently- legal mind, man. <laughs> yeah, no, they were they were much better. I come from a family of law, but they're on the law side, and I'm on the disorder. And also that chicken and steak question, if you want me to answer it, it, it is burial. I don't want to be cremated, just in case, you know. They could figure out a way in 100 years to bring me back, and there'll be fouls that want it. There'll be at least seven people who tweet about it. They'll use the hashtag, bring back Babs. If they have that technology, then yeah, keep me alive. Or, you know, like, if I'm in that vegetative state, that's fine. Just pop on Netflix. I want to watch the top ten on a loop, whatever you got. Don't pull the plug. At least you can have me plugged in where people still have to visit me. And you know what? I'll burden them. There'll be this the traffic. <laughs> yeah, the but anger. what if oh, you die and you go plot. to heaven and this heaven is this great place and all of a sudden they bring you back to life and you're screwed? Yeah, Lou, you know me. Uh, it, there's no heaven in the cards for me. It's not like I'm going to be up there in a strip club in heaven hanging out with 34 strippers who are all over me. No, what's going to happen is I'll be up there, be able to gamble on NFL Sunday, and I'll still go three out of four in my parlay and lose the last leg. And I'll still have Bethany standing right there denying me for sex. That's what I deserve. There's no heaven. And what a wild week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The big story was Carlos Correa as... I don't think it's a back issue. I don't think it was a shoulder. The medical term I'm hearing is cold feet. I mean, I think he didn't want to be a San Francisco Giant. He agreed to the 13 years with them and then said, all right, Scott, you know what? I think I kind of changed my mind. They're willing to give me 12 years, $315 million. I'm going to oh, go they're gonna with They're going to have a line of guy. girls lined up to warm those feet up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Steve Cohen's dime, I'm- as the Mets owner has got all the cash. But you know what? You are Mets fan Louis Gold. Now you're the guy who buys a championship. If you do win one, which I don't know if you will. Carlos Correa will be playing third base for the Mets. And I don't know if he'll even... Oh, of course he'll pass his physical. What am I talking about? They've already hired the doctor. It's Doogie Howser. Neil Patrick Harris, he's going to put him through. But you can never say to me again that as a Yankee fan, we bought championships. I don't want to hear it. You're going out there. You're paying for players. You're trying to buy championships. Let him buy a championship. I don't care. As long as they win. No, that's fine. Isn't that something, though, how different? Because Louis Gold, during the Wilpon years, was screaming and yelling at me. That's right. We've been friends for long time and you know how many times we've walked back after leaving Sirius XM walk into our cars in that garage talking about how the Yankees actually we never did we never talked sports what am I talking about but I'll tell you who it does talk the sports hot girl who just walked by <laughs> yeah we used to play a game where girls would walk by us and I this is maybe a little bit crude but we would go all right it wasn't would you do her because I do everybody I love all women it would be would you not do her and I don't think there's ever been a time where I walked down the street where I found up to two women that I would say, no, nah, I wouldn't do her. It That's never happened. Maybe game. one. Maybe one. Maybe one. You know, the woman who had cream cheese on her mustache and summer teeth, summer here, summer there. But that's it. Yeah, that's the only cream time. cream cheese. Come on. <laughs> all you need, I am a all big you fan. need. What if you had a bagel in your hand? You'd be all in there. Uh, 
I'm a big fan of cream cheese. Now, Christopher Mandel Russo, before this Correa thing, you know, went down, of course, he's a Giants fan. He was praising Scott Boris and what he did getting him, at first, a 13-year deal with the Giants. Give the agent credit. That Boris is a genius. And I I get the idea that Steve Cohen got in a mix late, but that uh, Boris, he can get snow from an Eskimo, uh, get get snow from an Eskimo, blood out of a stone, all the narratives that you (laughs) hear. What a job he did. Wait. He just says snow out of an Eskimo. He said he's so good he can get snow out of an Eskimo. How do you get snow out of any human being, first of all? And I'm pretty sure the expression is he's so good he could sell ice to an Eskimo, not get snow from an Eskimo. Or the old ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Mm -hmm. Anything? (laughs) (laughs) Who would want a ketchup popsicle, by the way? I don't think. I hate that saying. Scott Boris, that is his next challenge, to get snow from an Eskimo. That takes me back. I once went to a strip club to watch Jenna Jameson perform, and Ron Jeremy, the uh, famed porn star, who's now in jail for doing horrible things. But for a period of time, he was like the guy I looked up to because he was fat and balding and hairy, but he had a huge schlong and girls loved him. Never meet your heroes, folks. I was actually in his movie, The Ron Jeremy Story, and he was on stage, and he did stand-up before introducing strippers, and he once said, You ever see an Eskimo finish? And he threw ice cubes at us. <laughs> wow. That routine didn't make it to Caroline's, but it did make it to Flash Dancers 3000. I'm actually working on my Christmas stand up routine. I give a little taste of that on Morning Men with Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, and Willie Cologne. Why doesn't Santa have kids of his own? The answer he only comes once a year, and it's down the chimney. Cook Ching. Why does Santa always have a full sack? Because he only comes once a year. See, there's always a theme. He only comes once a year. And then why did Santa send his daughter to college? To keep her off the North Pole! Yeah, maybe I'll stick to my day job. Actually, that is my day job. That's weird. Dog's day job, though, as we just heard, he loves talking sports. He loves baseball. He loves Scott Boris. Him and Boris are tight. They exchange text messages all the time. Really? Which, really? Yes, it's very interesting. Scott watches Chris on high heat, and then he likes to text him mid-segment about what he's saying is wrong or not accurate. Oh, man. It's so it's like he's a, he's a foul. He, he's yeah. like a foul. That's exactly right. <laughs> I got all the same stuff from Camper Fowl and Margarita <laughs> Pizza Fowl. You know, he's a I eat Fowl. It's I eat Fowl. Margarita Pizza Fowl got his name because at Falcon 1, that's a big fan event for the morning man, fans and listeners, he came up to uh, Steve Cohen. The Steve Cohen who's our boss, not no, the not, Mets oh, owner. Oh. No, yeah, not the Mets no, owner. What? Our, yeah, no, our boss. And he ma- said, be, oh. he goes, I, I don't so know confused. if you're drinking or not. He goes, I don't know if you're drinking or not, but be careful when eating the Margarita Pizza. There's a pizza with margarita in it. Now, so I get that while Doggy gets Scott <laughs> Boris. But this Lego, is Doggy. Lego store invites. Oh, yeah. Lego yeah, store I get invites. Packers fan who's a foul. Who In the middle of an me. event. Middle of an event during the commercial break. I was standing on top of a table wearing a Babito. That's a Speedo. And yeah. he tugged on it and said, hey, by the way, I want, I want to know if you want to go in halfsies with me 50-50 on a retro Lego store. I'm like, What? 20 seconds, Babs. <laughs> what, what? He just got pitched a Lego. How does that happen? Oh, that's amazing. And I and I eventually said no. Maybe. Oh, you know he turned it down. Jeez, I kind of regret it. up an opportunity like that? I kind of regret it. How about you, Eddie, and Mad Dog Chris Russo? Yet again, um, yeah, how about us? fireworks happen as Doggy went to the phones. All right, here's Jake in Texas. He says hello, and he's on Mad Dog Unleashed. Jake, good afternoon. How are you today? Jake, shoot. Are you there, Jake? Hello? 
Jake All right, was Jake's clearly Scott. connected. There you have it. Uh, that's yeah, uh, was there. I yeah. should run a seminar on how to do this. Oh, I've go. done it long oh, enough, and I've answered the calls. Yeah, I, I, I always say this. Eddie's, t- I don't know what he's doing. He's typing yeah. away. He's... I'm taking care of all your personal shit. There's no personal shit. I'm sure Spitz would love it if you ran a meeting. So. I'd be good at it. Yeah, let's go. But, but I mean, the I remember the first rule: no calls after fifty-five. But it was fifty-four, number one, and number two. Oh. And that's—I don't like that rule anyway. That's a stupid rule. I don't know if it makes it up. I took a call today with twenty-eight seconds to go an hour ago. Yeah, that smart. was a bad idea. That I grant you. Okay, but I mean, it's, it's the lesson that Eddie never never follows through on. When the poor guy in oh, Jake in Texas has been there for forty minutes, I've uh, been there a long time, and he's Not on true. hold. You have to constantly check in, especially during a commercial break. And Eddie is, again, what he does, I have no idea. Yeah. A lot of these guys, Nick folks, tickets. <clears throat> well, that's fair. So anyone <laughs> asks me for some Nick <laughs> tickets and help me out. But a, a lot of the, you know what a lot of the guys do? They have other jobs, other supplements no, of income. Directive. They work on promos. They work Promo. on year-end shows. Dog Bites, uh, the podcast. R- r- yes, Ryan in college. Uh, his yeah, Christmas tree do. fell down today. So his that wife is, is true. All that those true, things. Eddie. And as a result, but I wasn't here, working on and then we get a couple of calls up, and I try to I get know the Jake day. on. Jake has not been to, has not been. He's an he's an he's he's an inf- he's a, he's he's a, a, he's a loner. He's a, he's a, He's he's Loader? ostracized on an what, island. What? I mean, Typical he's all by his lonesome. Mean? He's got no Poor idea. Kid. He's a Jake. leper. And 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 what? Eddie what? did not talk what to the kid do? for forty minutes. He is not there because he has not been pre-warned from our pre-warned. producer that you are next, Jake. Be prepared. I'm and that's where we get in trouble. I will submit this for the next seminar for host vamping. You're doing an incredible job. And that You're getting is us what, to the top. Still got two minutes here. And that is why. And that is why. Again, these folks. Eddie was. Eddie's job as a producer in other places was a little bit more of a, oh. uh, you know, oh. be Eddie, careful here, don't oh. be careful. I need this. We can start, I need that. You know, we've had, barbs here. We've had fights before, <laughs> and Eddie hates that label that his job at other places, with me included. Eddie, can you pick up my laundry at the laundromat today? And and that bothers Eddie. So oh, we're gonna go there. To okay. Save some time. Okay, <laughs> go. All right. Eddie hates that. Tread Eddie, lightly here, my friend. Eddie and I once had a <laughs> unbelievable fight walking out of the Phoenix Arena during the Super Bowl. This is true. Because it was Suns Spurs. And I had a major problem yeah. with some of Eddie's booking. And I said, Eddie, if you... great Super Bowl. Giant uh, everybody. And I said, That's Eddie, true. be on top of it. Be prepared. Stop making sure you get my clothes or Mike's clothes. And he went Absolute. Should I tell the real story? No, that's the okay. story. Eddie. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he basically reamed me out in front of 20 people on the I way did. to the rented car. And even the folks that we were with job. were alarmed at the, the viciousness. Vitriol. Uh, vitriol yeah. of Eddie's response. It was nasty. Colin, on the other hand. Bag holder, I think yeah, I called you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you call me a bag. <laughs> uh, you know, I was. Uh, right. So I'm about a bag. 40 seconds. Keep going. <laughs> Oh, that's oh. radio one-on-one. When you yeah. don't know what to talk about and you go to the one call that you have on the board, you turn oh, it on Eddie. That's- I do love the, do you want to hear the real story? And then oh, how about boy. dog? You got him there where he was like, ah, la, la. No. Uh, all of a sudden oh, dog yeah. went real. He didn't that want the real story. No, that was ugly.
of the laundry and everything else. He made a comment and basically just called me a lackey. And I said, me? I'm taking care of Mike? I go, Mike's been taking care of you for the last 15 years. <laughs> that was basically the comment because I knew that would annoy him. <laughs> Mike and a van dog, you got yeah. him with that one. And I never, and listen, I never believed that and I don't yeah. believe it. But no. in the moment, I needed to really, you know me, I, oh. I've already planned this fight out <laughs> months in advance. 15 so different I had ways. that right on the cusp. Yeah, you know, Eddie plants fights like Mad Dog yeah. plants tiebreaker scenarios. Yeah, same thing. Like, they're never going to come true. That you, that you do have in common. Well, but that did it's, come it, true. That did. You were always ready. You got to nut up in every situation. It looks like you nutted up there. Listen to our conversation on Morning Men with Devin Cohen, Mike Babchick, Willie Colon about Dak Prescott, even though he had a big loss to the Jaguars in Week 15 in overtime. That cost us both. Grab your not to go win a game, man. Grab your not to go win a Okay, so I'm not a man's man, obviously. When when somebody says obviously. grab your nuts and win a game, explain this one to me. Because that means on, Mike's trying to, to win a lot that. of games here. Nobody's trying to win more games based on that logic than Mike Babchuk. Damn right, man. 72 this Dolphins way, over there. You guys always Ball like up, to call man. me a loser, that I have Ball no competitive up. spirit. Well, according to Dak Prescott, I got the heart of a champion. You know why? Because my hands are on my nuts. Constantly. Oh, yeah. So I'm always Ball nutting up. up and I'm ready to face the world. I think Let's you got to go. go down there and know exactly Let's what's go. going on with your own body. Feel oh, yeah. it. Know it. Love it. And then go mm -hmm. out and embrace the Explore world. It. You know, you do got to grab your nuts before you leave. Sometimes you got to clear things out, too. And you got to empty the chamber. You go into an interview, literally or figuratively, grab your nuts, go get it, and go win. Let's go. do this. Now, my wife is constantly saying that your hand's always down there, which it is. What's wow. funny is... I don't know, because we're men. I don't know. Me and my, my father and my son went to a bar mitzvah luncheon, right? He's almost a bar mitzvah age. He's 11. He's going to turn 13. And so and we're you sitting there. Were invited to that, or did you crash? 12? No, no, no. That was what legit. Happened? We were invited to it. What happened there? Uh, of course, I invited my dad. Jump. He left at first, and then he came back. He's like, what am I doing leaving? There's bagels and locks. I'm like, yeah, no mm. kidding. But the rabbi was talking, and my dad looked over at my son, Joey. He's like, you just never pay attention. You just never pay attention. Like, why don't you focus? And my son's like, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. He goes, no, 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 no. The only thing you focus on is your dick. And sure enough, as he said it, I looked down, what? he was playing with himself. And I was Temple? like, oh, my God. Yeah, he was adjusting. He was adjusting. He claimed he had an itch. But he was just, he was like playing with it. And I was like, look at us, three Patrick men sitting, <laughs> sitting in Temple. And you know what? I was playing with my dick. <laughs> But again, based on special. that Prescott logic, Mike may win a Super Bowl. <laughs> you just focus on your dick. He odd. said it loud. <laughs> the person in front of us turned around and turned their head. Rap, I didn't hear it, though, so that was good. They're flicking your dick in temple. I'm not a, a part of the faith, but I know that's got to be a sin. No. 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 Actually, you know, be fruitful. The men and women are separated. We're looking at the women, the hot women behind us, above us. We, now, there's don't, tons those... of hot girls at synagogue. Ah, you see what Louis just said there? See, he went to those temples that were so religious that they would split the men and the women. They wouldn't be able to sit together. And you see, that was a tell by Louis. See, I have a professional trained ear. He said, we're looking at women. There are hot women everywhere. We'd look around us. We'd look above us. So, Louis, you're telling me that your temple had women who sat above in, like, the balcony section, and you would sit below and look up to try to look up maybe their skirts? Oh, yeah, man. We would all sit on one side of the synagogue because all the hot girls sat on the left side. I'd be looking up there all the time. You're waiting for them to uncross their legs so you can see up their skirts. It happened every single time. It was unbelievable. <laughs> 
What a good Jew. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Temple's mil- all oh, about. God. All the, all you the know hot milks are up there. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Great. so funny. Cause, I mean, look, Jews are a horny of people. It's all the time in the desert, the 40 years they spent there, you know, looking for water. I mean, of course, they would daydream about a beautiful woman. I always remember my father. I would always catch my dad staring, and I'd look over, and there would be like an older lady who was like, wearing one of those blouses. That one middle button was unbuttoned. They'd always forget oh. one button. <laughs> It'll be popping out, and all of a sudden, you know, you see a little extra. But those skirts, even though they're long past the knees, they no, still do it these. for me, too. Not, not these. Those. these not those. Just girls. And this is why we look up when we pray. You never know. There might be a lady up there. You never know. <laughs> How long is temple generally? I ask because Catholic Mass can go anywhere, you know, almost an hour. Hour? Yeah, the full hour. It could be three <laughs> hours of full hour. I actually thought of converting to Judaism only for the reason of I would rather sit and listen to someone talk no. for two hours. They don't like the kneeling and the standing. Now, see, Judaism, a temple is longer, but they don't close the doors. They don't lock you in. You're free to come and go as you please. They don't care if you come late, and they don't care if you leave early. You're in there the for doors. that one yep. hour. That's you're it. up. You're down. You're standing. You're sitting. Me? Hey, somebody's got to use leave. the bathroom. You got to have a shot. Maybe hey, there's some deli. Oh, look at that. Ruggle. See you later. My dad would go to temple almost like Bobby uh, Heenan. Like remember the the manager? He'd wear a neck brace after he got thrown around. <laughs> He would do it like with a back brace. Tennis just racket? Like, oh, that was Jim Yeah, yeah Jim Cornette. You know, he'd have the back brace just so like, why aren't you standing, Jack? Oh, my back, sir. Okay, you mashugana, you. Then why do you sit? All right, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptist Morning Afters. We're going to talk about going back to school, holiday mm. gifts, oh. and meat sweaters. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptist's Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know... Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. Right here at Mad Dog Sports Radio, Series Mm -hmm. XM Channel 82. Anytime on the SXM app. And for the last time, download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts. I guess you don't have to follow it. But show the world (laughs) that you want to download this podcast one last time next year. Mm -hmm. Only available on the S. XM app with my friends Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed and Bab Chicks Morning After 4 Now and then there's Louis Gold, the producer of Morning Men and of course Bab Chicks Morning After Maybe forever, you never know with Louis And what a week it was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Of course Bill Belichick uh, the dumbest play in NFL history he's now the dumbest coach and has the dumbest team. But Drew Brees, it was a story that he actually is going back to Purdue to help them with their big bowl game as we're in bowl season, which led us to a conversation about going back to school. How can old school not be the best school movie it's actually billy madison that's where do you go willie back to school billy madison old school remember necessary toughness with sinbad (laughs) why roughness roughness you were close though necessary toughness roughness you don't you don't have that i can tell you that much that's not necessary roughness (laughs) when i i I, I texted you did it it auto change it could have auto changed i mean who doesn't know it's necessary roughness no i thought the movie was oh mike's being fed lines now i didn't know that no 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 we were texting about it yesterday (laughs) but you're telling me that i'm so dumb i just read anything like i'm ron burgundy and i just like necessary toughness Ferris Bueller Day Off is a classic. Oh, now, well, is that a back-to-school? Back school. That's, <laughs> that, that's interesting. Yeah. interesting. The whole he point of school. it is that he doesn't go to school. But, yes, wow. I guess that is a school no. movie. No, it's not. So, no. so it really? doesn't count? Billy Madison went back. For Your old school, school deal movies, is fine because different. he went back to being a frat in college. Movie. Drew Brees went back to school. 
back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. Why? Because he went back to school. Hey, watch my sandwich. Right. right. Billy Madison, he obviously went back to have to go through all the grades to get his dad's company. You have not necessary toughness, but the opposite, unnecessary roughness with Sinbad. You could have. <laughs> Whatever. Not you can have you can have Drew Barrymore. Remember Drew Barrymore went back to school? She pretended that she was like young again to write an article. Great job back, mentioning guys. that one, by the way. Movie. I'm shocked that you knew that. Right, right. I didn't know I didn't know after playing this clip if you would, would would attack, but I actually think like you think I got a pretty good list there, huh? You you got a decent list. That Drew Barrymore movie, which I can't remember the name of. Yeah, thirteen going little... on. 30, maybe? No, maybe? no, that, no, that was that's another a different one. movie, man. See what I mean? God, why do I even try? I why mean, do I you so try? Close. Let's forget the back to school. Back to school is Roger Dane. Never been kissed was the dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you Google it, though? Were, of course you I, did. I, had look, I had to look that one up. <laughs> All right, now, on Morning Men this week, though, I also put out my Christmas movies. I went with, I'm going to count down from four. Elf, Home Alone 1 and 2. I consider that one giant movie. So do I. I'm with I loved Home Alone 2. To me, movie. it's just one long movie. They just went on yeah. a different trip. So that That's counts it. as Home Alone 1 and 2. I agree. Then National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Wow, this is good. And then, and then at number one, the greatest Christmas movie, Bad Santa. Absolutely I Billy Bob having sex with the outfit. I can't even argue with that. I don't love. I love the more, um, the kinder Christmas movie, so Bad Santa okay, might have made that list. <laughs> you know, I'm a, yeah, I, I look I for do, the funny ones. I like Die Hard. That's my favorite Christmas okay. movie. Yeah, you know what and I don't like? And I do like consider any... that a Christmas movie. Well, of course you do. Because it a Christmas party, a holiday party. Oh, my party. God. Tell me why anyone would think. This is a comedy think... fight. But why? Why does anyone think that's not a Christmas movie? It was a Christmas party. It was Christmas Eve. It was Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. I mean, how could it not be a Christmas because movie? it's not about Christmas. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It was a not. Christmas party. You know, this week on Morning Men with Evan Cohen, Mike Babich, and Willie Colon, I did talk about the best things to buy for the holidays for your wife. And, of course, these are things that, obviously, I bought my wife already. So, boy, here we go. Jewelry. You can get jewelry. That should be on Bab's big board. Um, I once got my uh, then-girlfriend, Bethany, now Babchick, um, a Tiffany's ring. We were in a parking lot right outside of Subway. And I said, check the glove compartment. And she opened up the glove compartment, and there was that Tiffany's ring that everybody had that one. Everyone had that band. It was like 90 bucks, I think, on sale. Everybody had it. It was a beautiful ring, and she looked at it, and she goes, ah, hmm. Now, what do you want to get at Subway? And she (laughs) placed the ring back in the glove compartment. She never wore that ring. (laughs) But we split a two to sandwich that day. And I actually, I was like, God, I love you. Why did I even think to get you a ring? So she put it back in the glove compartment. You got to get closed, but it's got to be something sexy if you're doing this thing right. You go to pajamagram.com and you get that teddy. Wow. The yoga pants. You can go get booty shorts. You can go to Victoria's Secrets. Victoria's Secret at the mall. I would actually go Did there. It's the only place I like to that? shop. I once went there. Victoria's I walked around Secrets? with the woman. I said, well, I need this size. She's like, well, how, what size is your girl? I'm like, it's a small. She was handing me panties. She was handing me bras. I looked at everything. And then eventually, 50 minutes later, I walked out with nothing. You know why nothing? I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. I actually just walked in just so I could have her hand me panties. God, I love Victoria's Secret. When I worked at Mrs. Fields Cookies, I would (laughs) stare over there at Victoria's Secret, and one time I was in the bathroom making my own batter. And uh, the manager showed up, knocked on the door, and realized what I was doing, I was fired. DVDs. You got to get it. You got to get a movie or a show that you love. I mean, for one Christmas for my wife, I got her uh, the George Lopez show, season one and season two. She never saw the show. And I once got her Girls (laughs) Next Door 
on Playboy. You remember that E! show? But this one was uncensored, hmm. so that was really a, oh. a watch for me. You got to get kitchen appliances, maybe mm-hmm. a blender for drinks, a mixer for baked goods, mm-hmm. or what I got once my wife, a pie cutter. Oh. And you got to get something sexy, like sex coupons. That's always fun. Or batteries. That go mm. in the rose. Yeah, well, I yeah, think it's the it's rose, the rose, right? Yeah. I got to buy her that toy. <laughs> Number one sexy yeah. toy in America right now. And if you're really smart, you get <laughs> oh, one of these Kelowna Willies. You actually uh, let <laughs> Willie Cologne clone it for you because his will be better than yours. Kelowna Willie. I really, I wanted to get one of those. I had one of those for a while. I don't know what I did with it. And I was going to give it to Willie. He was going to clone his actual Willie, give it back to me. I was going to give it to my wife and say I cloned yeah, my Willie. Pretty sure she would see the difference. Oh! And of course, the last show of the year, it's Christmas Carol time. There's so many great ones, but to me, it's all about the 12 days of Babsmas. On the 12th day of Babsmas, Babchick gave to me 12 cut coupons, 11 rashes itching, 10 stinky fingers, 9 strippers dancing, 8 prostates milking, 7 beers not chugging, 69, 5 golden showers. Four inches hard, three effing kids, two turtle heads, and a sore throat with an STD. I mean, if that's not beautiful, I don't know what. (laughs) That is so bad. What? Usually you have like a few stinky fingers. You had 10. I had 10. Every one of them was. All of them. (laughs) All of them were stinky. I don't know if that's even possible to fit. And also, two turtle heads. Never seen. I don't think that's possible either. It's unheard of. Usually, it's it's the one turtle head that's popping in and out. And I'll I'll end the year with this story. When I watched my wife give birth to our first child, she was pushing. There was a turtle head going in and out, in and out, you know, in and out, in and out. It was popping out of the bottle. It happens. And uh, I was like, Doc, I thought it was going to play whack a mole. I almost like, I wanted that thing to like hit that frog popping in and out. Never did it. But two turtle heads, not one. And that's how you end a year. All right, Steve Torrey, program director Mad Dog Sports Radio. Are you pleased with not only our performance today, but this year on Babchick's Morning After? Yeah, I mean, somehow it always goes back to Mike Babchick. It's amazing how that happens. That stuff makes you nauseous. It does. And again, with all disrespect, well, I'm not even sure I know. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, we, we made woo-hoo. it. Uh, yeah, woo-hoo. This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, yes. Another episode of Backstreet's Morning After in the books. Drop. For Louis Gold and Brittany Use Smith that. and, of course, Eddie Erickson and everyone who's been listening to Patrick's Morning After this year. Thanks to the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC. They listen on the bowl. Nice fouls. Their leader tells me that Mad mm. Humper foul gets the big shout-out at the end. He'll always be Mad Humper foul. And high heat uh, foul. To me. Oh, yeah. Him, too. High heat foul. We see you. <laughs> Text me about those contracts. <laughs> Until next time and next year, it is time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time. Babchick's Morning After is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, which of course you do, please give a five-star rating, leave a review, five stars. Let's go. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. If you can't get enough of me, tune in to Morning Men. Weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM's Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82 or listen anytime on the SXM app.